It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Lucas Sims is back today. La Piedra, Luis Castillo, makes his first rehab start this Sunday in Dayton for the Dragons. And Jose Barrero has been cleared to start swinging a baseball bat. All of that means help is on the way for the Cincinnati Reds. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked on Reds. Let's go. You are Locked on Reds. Your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Reds with myself, Jeff Carr, and my co-host, Stephen Offenbaker. We are podcasting into our fourth season about this Cincinnati Reds team, and uh, we remain quite addicted. We turn that addiction into information for you here on the Locked On Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. We're free and available on all platforms. On today's episode, we get excited about guys coming off the IL. We think Goody might be better suited for the bullpen. And I try to get Steve to guess two players. But first, Steve, we need to start off with the good news. That's right. We're talking about the Cincinnati Reds and we have good news. It's amazing to think about when you're talking about a team that has lost... How many now? 350 in a row? I don't know. Might as well be. But some guys are back, including today, Lucas Sims returns. That's friend of the podcast, Lucas Sims. But yeah, Lucas Sims is back. Uh, He is going to provide a much needed boost to the Reds bullpen. Uh, You know, the thing with what we've endured so far is I know that it's been depressing. I know that it's been down, but uh, the fact of the matter is that they've been limping along with like lineup two B and <laughs> the faster that these players come back, uh, the more, the, the more the quality of play on the field is going to come up. So yes. for the bullpen, you know, I like that Sims is going to be back. I don't know that he immediately becomes the number one high leverage guy. I think that uh, in order to protect his arm and prevent uh, re-injury right away because you know he's going to come out there and be pitching on adrenaline. I think you you pick and choose your slots for him. I think that you do get him in some high leverage situations, but you're careful with his workload until uh, he has a time to build up just a little bit more arm strength because I know that he's getting some rehab time and I know that he's been working uh, behind the scenes and, and throwing live BPs and things like that. But you know we all have heard pitchers say uh, you cannot simulate the game experience. You cannot simulate the adrenaline and the actual effort that goes into pitching in a major league baseball game. So because of that, I want them to be careful with Lucas, but I am excited to see him back on the field. That's true. He is a guy that when he's in the groove, he's at the top of the power rankings, but you make a good point. He's not in the groove right now. He's got to get into game action. And I bet he does here tonight in some way, shape, or form, whether you're talking about first dude out of the pen whenever they have to uh, bring Hunter Green out of the game, which hopefully is going to be late in the game. We'll talk about Hunter Green later on in today's episode. But with Lucas Sims back in the fold, you start to see a little bit of a stronger bullpen. Obviously, he's going to replace one of, pick a name out of a hat, when you're talking about a good chunk of this bullpen. But you add him to Sessa, you add him to Santion, you add him to uh, Art Warren, 
And it's really going to add a lot to this bullpen. I, I'm very happy to see this because this bullpen kind of got waxed a little bit in that Padre series. Saw a lot of just rough innings for guys in San Diego. I mean, Buck Farmer got tagged a little bit. So it makes you wonder how much they're getting out of the dudes that we had put into the question mark category. You take a question mark out, you put a lock in. This is a good thing for our red legs. Hey, those four names you just mentioned are not bad. I mean, if, if yep. those are your if those are your four top arms of the bullpen and you use yep. two a night and you can kind of alternate them, that's not that's not nothing. That's that's definitely a spot to build on. And then you add in like car family favorite Jeff Hoffman to be a setup <laughs> guy in the middle innings. And no, but seriously, Hoffman uh I think is uh gonna be able to be used where he should be used, which is in longer relief outings, uh gonna be able to be used in the earlier innings when you gotta pull a starter early and you know my point with that Jeff is the the more that players like Sims comes back you can stop asking players to do things that you knew they weren't good at in the first place Hoffman being an example you don't have to bring him in in high leverage situations at all ever because you've got the guys for that and then you can use him where he best helps the team and and that's what I'm most excited about as these players start to come back because one of the big problems has been asking guys to do things they're not suited to uh uh, we'll probably get into more of this um, at, when Luis Castillo gets back, but I'm looking real forward to him getting up to Dayton and seeing exactly what he's got because he's been pitching multiple bullpens uh, through this road trip. I've seen at least two different times where he's gone out and thrown live batting practice before games. So my hope is that we're talking no more than maybe two rehab starts. I hope. I hope oh. that he's that close and then that he gets back into this res rotation and then really forces David Bell to start making some decisions. Because even then, you're still talking, if you're talking about two rehab starts, you're still saying he's missing this homestand. He's not going to be back until they get back out on the road. But even then, the only thing that I need to see from Luis Castillo is velocity. Got to make sure that fastball velocity is up there. And if it is, I think that means he's ready. Because all in all, the numbers that he puts up in Dayton for these rehab starts don't mean a hill of beans to anybody. It's all going to be about, does he have that velocity? Can he repeat his motion? Is he not going to end the game and be or you know be really sore in the shoulder and things like that? That's all that matters. People are going I to... Think, go ahead. Sorry. I, I know I think the I was, other piece of that, Jeff, is, is endurance also. Yeah. If, you know, I don't... I don't think it's in anybody's best interest to activate him if you're only able to count on him for 60 pitches his first time out. I right. think he really needs to be more up around the 80 mark for him to be impactful uh, coming back to the to the rotation. Well, and that actually might feed into another question, and that is if he comes up and say he's limited to 70 pitches or something like that, and you're talking about three or four innings, you can piggyback somebody with him because the question whenever Luis Castillo returns is who's out of the rotation, unless they do start the six-man rotation there at that point. But I would wonder at that point about Rivar San Martin or Vladimir Gutierrez. I want to talk about Goody here in a minute, but when you look at those two dudes, I think it's pretty obvious that they would be the first ones out. I don't necessarily want to see Nick Lodolo come out of the rotation right now because I loved what I saw from him in his most recent start. He looked to bounce back quite a bit. I know he gave up the long ball to Machado, but even then he was able to bounce back from that in-game because he gave up a homer to Machado on a changeup. 
He struck out Machado on a changeup the very next at bat. Like, dude's got the stones. He's got the mind for it. I think he needs to stick at least for a little while longer before they start managing innings and and things like that. I think if they were to send him that now, they'd be sending a message that they don't think he's ready, and that's absolutely not the case. Well, we're definitely going to dig into uh, who should be sent down and who should not be sent down and exactly what this rotation should look like once Luis Castillo comes back. But uh, one of the things to to keep in mind is the Reds pitching staff is getting much needed help exactly when they need it. Uh, Listen, Jeff, Vlad, you know, he may be trending towards the bullpen. A rotation... A rotation decision is looking uh, to be on David Bell's horizon and Vlad could be the odd man out. But before we talk about that, I want to talk to you about a Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It might even be a little bit better than a candy bar. Uh, I know you want to eat healthy. I want to eat healthy, but it is difficult, it is boring, and it's it's just hard to stick with. Uh, you get into a diet, you're trying to get more healthy, and somewhere along the way, you're just ready to throw the whole thing out the window because you really just want some chocolate. Well, the good news is Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate, and it has absolutely amazing health statistics. Baseball podcast, we love stats around here. Built Bar stats, 130 calories on average, only four grams of sugar and four net carbs for you folks doing the keto diet. And they are jam-packed with 17 grams of protein. Uh, They have amazing flavors like Cherry Barcia, which is always my go-to. That's the one that I always keep tucked away for when I am feeling just a little bit snacky. They've got that Cherry's Barcia. They've got Coconut Brownie Chunk. They've got Salted Caramel. They've got Jeff's personal favorite, the Puffs. Uh, There are Puffs everywhere at Jeff's uh, home office in Cincinnati, let me tell you. Uh, They've got all kinds of other amazing products as well. Some other things they've got going over there right now. They've got protein-infused broth, as an example. Uh, Winter is winding down, so you might be moving away from the warm soup on a cold night. But if you're looking to get your protein fixed, that is one way to do it. You can head over to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar. So you can get the Cherries Barcia. You can get all of the puffs, and you can even get the salted caramel because you're going to get a great big discount. That's right. Just use the promo code Locked 15 for 15% off your next order at built.com. All right, listen up, guys. I'm going to do you a favor right now. Mother's Day is coming. And whether she prefers a statement piece or an everyday subtle elegance piece, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. Blue Nile's customer service is helpful and intuitive. They will help you make the pick that you didn't even know you wanted to make. They will help you find exactly what you need for your significant other. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring. Classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, and so much more at BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked on Reds listeners can get $50 off a $500 order just by using the promo code LOCKEDON. This podcast exclusive offer is only good through Mother's Day. So use the promo code LOCKEDON. That code is LOCKEDON for $50 off a $500 purchase. Every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in packaging that's not going to give away what it is that you're doing. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. 
And thanks hey, for making lock propane. I did not say propane. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for making Locked On Reds your first listen of the day. For your next listen, head over to the Locked On Now podcast. Uh, you're going to get recaps of all of the MLB games with analysis from all of our local experts. They're going to take fans through the season like no other network has ever before. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast, just like Locked On Reds. Make sure you're following the podcast on all platforms, including YouTube. If you're watching us there now, thank you. Click that subscribe button. Coming up on Monday, we are going to recap the home series against the St. Louis Cardinals, and hopefully it is better than the road trip has been. It better not be a sweep or Festivus is going to break out on the Locked on Reds podcast. Jeff, let's talk about Vlad in the bullpen because I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it is. And I'm tell you why. Watching him pitch, and I'm not talking about statistical, although you can say that the walk rate is a little bit too high right now, but I watch this dude pitch, and when he's good, he's good. When he's on, he's on. But when he's off, it takes him a minute to figure things out. It's something that once he starts walking people, because that was really what got him into trouble in this last start, was the base on balls. I mean, you saw whenever he left the game, he actually gave up more runs than hits, which... That's a, talking about the command right there. But whenever you look at a dude like that, you say he's good in short bursts. And when you're good in short bursts, I don't necessarily want you in the rotation because that means for every five innings you pitch, you're probably going to pitch two bad ones. I'd rather him be pitching out of the pen with that sort of ratio. You know, it's an interesting take because the knock that we had on him last season, Jeff, was that he ran out of gas. You know, towards the, the, the back third of the season, you know, every start got a little bit worse than the last. He looked tired. Uh, there wasn't as much life on the pitches that he was throwing. And, and we chalked that up to it being his first major league season. It, the first time that he was asked to carry that kind of workload. Well, here we are now in a new season. Uh, he's had a year to recover, a year to train. He's had an off season that was extended. Now that might be having a little bit of an impact here, but the bottom line is this. There are some pitchers that, uh, track as starters, and then when the time comes, you find that they simply just don't have the endurance. They don't have the stamina to be that guy for you, and they're much better suited for the bullpen. So I can see how you're making that, uh, maybe not assumption, but you're, you're posing that theory that maybe he needs to head to the bullpen. Um, I'm not quite there yet. I do think that maybe this delayed start and the weirdness of the lockout shortened spring training and, and all of the things that happen to disrupt these pitchers and their training programs and their preparation programs may be impacting a player that's really fairly young and not done it before. Uh, I think that we need to take all of those things into account. So for those reasons, uh, if, if Gutierrez is the one that were to leave this rotation upon the return of Luis Castillo, I would not put him in the bullpen for a couple reasons. Uh, number one, I really want to know what we have in him. I want to know if it's simply just an issue of getting his arm strength built up a little bit more and making him an effective starter. I want to know uh, if he can be that guy. And the only way that we're going to find that out is for him to continue to start games. So for that reason, if he's out of this rotation, I send him to Louisville. I keep him starting because not only will we get those questions answered, but listen, outside of a perfect world, and God knows the Reds are not participating in a perfect world this season, uh, the Reds are going to have times where they need to replace a starter in the rotation. They need to have a next man up. 
So I think that from that standpoint, uh, Vlad is your guy for that role as well. So you think he's more starter six than bullpen guy number five or whatever? He could be. I mean, I think really, if I mean, if we're going to answer that question honestly right now and the guys we want to see and need to see and have the highest upside, it's a decision between Gutierrez and San Martin. Those are the guys you're looking at to be the first man out of the rotation when Castillo comes back because I don't, it's not going to be Hunter Green and I really don't want it to be Nick Lodolo because I think that he showed a major improvement from that first nerve-riddled adrenaline overflow major league debut and his second start out on the west coast where you know as you mentioned you know machado got him but he battled right back he he didn't he didn't crumble so <laughs> i i need to see more of nick Lodolo at the major league level i need to see his development continue so for all of those reasons i think it's really a two-horse race to be the first guy out of the rotation between sam martin and gutierrez i think you might have changed my mind a little bit because of the two that you mentioned, Rivar San Martin and, and Goody, we, we're both in agreement there. That those are the two guys. I think that Rivar San Martin would actually have more value out of the bullpen, especially because the Reds only have one lefty, and Justin Wilson. And Justin Wilson can't pitch every night. Like that would, his arm would fall off by August. So mm-hmm. I would like to see Rivar San Martin out of the bullpen. I just have it stuck in my mind. And maybe. These two are two special dudes that just the Reds don't have. But I kind of think that Gutierrez could slot into this. I like Brent Suter in Milwaukee. Brent Suter is the kind of guy that they can turn to if one of their dudes just isn't fresh out of the rotation. They're not getting the best out of him. they got to pull him in the fifth or something like that. They can turn to Brent Suter, and he's going to shut down two or three innings and Mm -hmm. eat the middle of the game. I think that Goody could be that. And I think that Rivar San Martin could be that. I don't necessarily know that both guys are going to be long-term starters for this team. And sure, I, I think it's probably a little knee-jerk reaction to say that after two starts in 2022, we need to punt Vladimir Gutierrez. But I think overall, as I look at the future for him, I just see more value not necessarily in the in the guise of Tony Santana, because Tony Santana, it was readily obvious, should be out of the bullpen right then and there because he's he just a whole has different guy, whole different guy, whole different. And, and I wonder what what the mindset change would be for Goody because I know that dude has a really strong will. It's one of the things that whenever he does get in trouble, he starts going after hitters, and that kind of gets him into more trouble because in the major leagues, hitters just feed off of that. They eat that kind of mentality for breakfast from a pitcher. And I'm not talking about, I'm going to get you out. It's I got to catch up and I got to make sure that I get ahead of you. It's a different mentality for Goody. If you watch him pitch. So I wonder if that would change if he comes out of the bullpen, but overall, I think I'm with you. I I think we probably need to give him more time before we make this assumption, but I'm, I'm kind of the long view here looking ahead. I think he's coming out of the pen. Well, that's not wrong long term. I mean, are we talking about 2022 right now or you want to talk about 2023, 2024? Because right now, I think you need to keep him ready to start unless you're willing to say, okay, we're going to move him to the bullpen and Graham Ashcraft is our next man up. We're willing to commit right now to Graham Ashcraft being the next guy up if we need a starter. So I think I think you have to you have to wrestle with those decisions and you have to simultaneously play the short game and the long game because I know this that I don't think Nick Lodolo has anything else to learn at Triple A Louisville. I think all of the things that he has left to learn need to happen at the major league level. So um, it's, it's really quite a balancing act. 
And I, I think it's going to be a headache for David Bell is what I think it's going to be. I think so, but I also think it's a headache in a good way. Um, I tell you what, though, we we got to look at Hunter Green because he's making his home debut tonight, Steve. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, Plus, yeah. I'm going to try to get you to guess two oh. players that's coming up here. But I, I tell you what, if you want to take the guessing out of betting, go to Bet Online. Bet Online actually has the Reds at plus 113 tonight against the Cardinals. The Reds are home dogs with Hunter Green on the mound. I don't know. Might be a little bit interesting. I know they've lost nine in a row already, but I think they're going to get back. And if you agree, check out Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs. The NBA playoffs are already getting crazy, especially with a lot of hard injuries to some big name players. But you can also check out all the info on the start of the Major League Baseball season as we get rolling here and the Reds are coming back home for their actual first. I mean, they had a homestand with two games. I think this is really their first homestand. But yeah, we're rolling. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, the playoffs, esports, and more. You can also check out your Vegas or your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online is where the game starts. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. You can follow Steve at S Offenbaker with two S's. And you can follow me at Jeff Carr with three S three F. I think I said S's. Did I say you S's? Did, you did say S's. No one's going to follow let us me, Let me help you, Jeff. No Make sure you're following us. the podcast S. on Twitter. You can follow me at Ugh. S Offenbaker with two F's. You can follow Jeff at Jeff Carr. He spells it wrong with three F's. And you can follow Locked on Reds at, surprisingly, Locked on Reds with no F's. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, where we're going to have exclusive video content for you all season long. I should stop trying to do sleight of hand tricks because I can't. I don't have <laughs> sleight of hand. That was stupid. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. I saved you. Nobody will notice. <laughs> no one will notice ever. Hunter Green tonight, Steve. He is making his debut. People are going to notice him because he's good. He can pitch good, and he's going to continue to do so against this Cardinals lineup tonight. Very excited to see this, but very interesting to me because he made a plea on Twitter the other yeah. day. To get fans to the ballpark, how are we feeling about the Reds turning to their rookie superstar to be like, yo, guys, we need you to come pay for tickets? Yeah, I don't think that's what happened. I'm going to tell you what I think happened. Um, Hunter Green is making his home debut, and he doesn't want it to be uh, a meme. He doesn't want it to be like (laughs) the Oakland Athletics pictures that we were seeing throughout the week. Listen, Hunter Green wants fan support. He wants uh, Reds fans to have his back and be in the ballpark. And he wants to have success. And I think that that was a heartfelt, legitimate ask for Red fans that want to support him to come out and support him. Listen, I know that everybody is trying to find ways to stick it to Bob. I get it. And, and I have been just as guilty of, of, of wanting to find that avenue. But staying home really isn't that avenue. I'm going to tell you what. You go into the ball game and spend a little bit of your money. Yeah, it gives Bob a few more bucks. But in the grand scheme of things, he's not going to notice it one way or the other. He gets all his money from the TV deals. The people that are going to notice it are the Hunter Greens, the players on the field. You know, so you can choose to let Phil and Bob Castellini have head free headspace in your mind 
and keep you from going and supporting the team and going to the ballpark where you love to be and witnessing the beginning of the career of one of the next Reds pitching legends. So that's a choice you have to make for yourself. But I believe this ask came from a place of sincerity and wanting people to be there and have a good atmosphere for him to make his home debut for the Reds. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think this was a, a ploy, as it were. Uh, by the Reds. I think I said that, but I more meant it in sarcasm, but I agree. I I think this is absolutely Hunter Green because we're talking about a dude that the expectations are that at the end of his career, we're going to include him in the same breath as Jose Rijo and as Mario Soto and and the top pitchers in the history of this franchise. These aren't expectations for he's going to be a good pitcher. This is expectations where he's going to be an elite, like legendary Reds pitcher. Absolutely. And that is why that this home debut is so important. And honestly, I low key thought that maybe they'd give him the actual opening day start because of this, but I understand why Tyler Malley got it. Tyler Malley has earned it. So with this, I say Hunter Green is going to be that guy on opening day for years to come Mm -hmm. for this Reds team. This is the first thing. If you want to get in on the ground floor, you want to be that person to be like, I was there. I was there the first time he did this. I was there before he was cool. Although he's he's pretty cool already. I don't know. If, pretty I mean, cool already. If you're on Sports Illustrated, you're already pretty cool. Um, but if you want to do that, go down to the ballpark. Be there at the game because it's going to be so much fun. It really, really is. And I agree. I, I think that this is coming from a place of sincerity. He wants people to be cheering every time that radar gun hits 100, which, by the way, you're going to be cheering a lot. I just don't want Hunter to take the mound and have to listen to those god-awful St. Louis Cardinals fans uh, make it feel like he's on the road. Go down to the ballpark. Yes. Go down to GABP and support Hunter Green. He's asked us to do it. If I was in town, I would be there. I would be yep. there in just a hot minute because he asked us to. And I think that that's, I think that's huge. I think that is a, a big way to connect with the fans, to take to social media like that and ask them to come out and support him. I think so, too. It was a big move. And you know what? I'm going to ask a big move of you. Oh, boy. Here We, we tried this a couple of weeks ago, and yes, I, we errant, did. I errantly looked up, like, the wrong day. It was all backwards and all this other you stuff. Jeff I got Carter. the right day. I, yeah, Jeff Carter. I got the right day today, Steve. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about three. Nope. Two guys. Hey, look, that worked. Okay. Um, two. You got it right that two. time. <laughs> two players who were born on this day, and we're going to start. With a red who has a career wins above replacement of point one, but a better hint because obviously that's not going to uh, make it easy. He's actually on the current roster. Oh shit! The current um, active roster. Current active roster should narrow it down a little bit. Colin Moran. No. In fact, following up with that, he does not hit from that side of the plate. Oh, right-hander, point one. What's that guy's name? Riddle, Riddler, Batman. (laughs) Riddler. (laughs) No, it is not. JT Riddle. In fact, this guy has been on the active roster for multiple years now. Uh, 
again, point uh, one career war. I'm struggling. Um, and well, if you were Ken Huber, this would give it away. He debuted in 2018 with one at bat, and he struck out. I don't know. I give up. Okay. This is going to give it away. But born on this day, a current Red who's been here for multiple years with a career war of .1, hitting from the right side of the plate and made a debut in 2018 with one at bat and he struck out. He also hit 14 home runs in the month of August in 2019. Aristides the Punisher Aquino. Aquino. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to the Punisher. It is his birthday today. The home opener. Wonder if he'll be in the starting. I'm so bad at this, Jeff. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, let's see how good you are because now I'm gonna ask you for our second guy. This guy ain't on the active roster. He is on a active roster, but he's not on the Reds. He was a former Reds spring training hand from last year, though. D. Gordon Strange. Did did I put that in my notes? No. Ha! <laughs> Is it, is it? I didn't. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, yep. D Strange Gordon, actually. But yeah. D Strange Gordon, D Gordon Strange. Uh, you knew what I meant. I got one right finally. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's the wordle right there. The wordle in one guess. Woo. I did not think you were going to get that on the first Woo. guess. I like that. <laughs> I would like to announce my retirement from this game. I'm going out as the champion on top. Will not I'm be doing bombshell. this again. That is it. <laughs> going out on top, riding off into the sunset. That's great. Well, we're definitely doing it again, though. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Yep. All right, Jeff. Aquino. The- happy birthday to him today, and happy birthday to current Washington National. That was going to be my second uh, clue to you, which wasn't going to help, to uh, the Strange Gordon. And, and and he's pitched this year also, by the way. I don't know if you saw that <laughs> highlight, but it was quite a it was quite an event. Uh, listen, that's probably a good place to kind of wrap it up for today, Jeff. Uh, big takeaway is go support Hunter Green. I can't say that enough or more emphatically. Go support Hunter Green. That's going to wrap up this edition of Locked on Reds. Coming up next week on the podcast, we are going to look back at the season's first series with the St. Louis Cardinals and get you set for Padres round two. Uh, We're also going to take a peek ahead at the Reds' first road trip of the year to the Mile High City as the Reds travel to Colorado to take on the Rockies. Thanks for making Locked on Reds your first listen of the day. Now make Locked on MLB your second listen. Paul Francis Sullivan, but please call him Sully. He brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, both past and present. Locked on MLB, just like Locked on Reds, is free and available on all of the platforms where you get your podcasts. Uh, Jeff, the Reds are coming home. Help is on the way. Hunter Green is on the mound. And what can people expect from us along the way? They can expect us to be Locked on Reds every single day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.